Podmore Get Better is filmed or recorded in front of, in today's case, a extremely large studio audience. Yes. We uh, need to bring in extra seating here, Tony. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of background fulls, ball spins, and button pushes. So uh, I actually like the background noise in our podcast, but we'll see. Uh, might be a little excessive today. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I think it's good. We got uh, five Worlds qualifiers here. Yep. Uh, soon to be Worlds closest to the pin participant, the Panda. The Panda. Andrew Dunham, and then girlfriend. someone who's probably going to make more money that weekend than everyone else in this room combined, Luke Nelson, yeah. who's going to be just pounding out prize play games that weekend. Oh yeah. So uh, good luck to you, Luke Nelson. Yeah. So we've we've had some fun announcements, Tony. Yeah. Golden Tee Golf has posted things on their Facebook, their Twitter, and so forth. I think number one is the fact that they're hiring an outside company. Uh, so it sounds like Richard King will not be doing the stream this year because they're going to have this on ESPN. They're going to have a 30-minute segment on ESPN. I hope Richard King is still in attendance because Lord knows how much fun that dude is. That dude would attend a local Golden Tee tournament in Knoxville, Tennessee. He will be at Worlds, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah. So we but got in honor of in honor of that, I need it. Oh. I got uh, a Surly Furious today, not going out too far outside the box. And, Will, what do you got there? Uh, this is a... Uh, Oh, it's got Blue Mountains. It uh, has cursive writing, so it may take me a second. Uh, it says Coors, Coors Light. Coors Light. Coors uh, Light. Is that L-I-T-E or L-I-G-H-T? L-I-G-H-T, the full pronunciation. All right. Thank you. Ooh, yeah, ooh, nice. good crack there. Mm. All right, so. Yeah, it's, it's Monday, June 10th. We got the announcement. Ten days away. Yeah. We Ten got... days from now, I'll be in Vegas. We all will. Yes. Yeah. Well, most of us. Just a little yeah, we got the uh, we got the announcement. ESPN, they're gonna have a thirty second, uh, thirty minute segment, approximately a month after Worlds ends. Yep. Obviously, there is a lot of post production that'll go into this. You know, <clears throat> cutting, editing, uh, probably blurring out Paul Luna's face or something. You know, just, Pro- you know, well, I'll probably have to blur out some of Wes's shirts. Yes, that that's correct. Yep. He uh, he has the best shirt game in Golden Tee. We think uh, some people have challenged him lately. Yep. But ESPN, yeah, thirty minute segment. Pretty excited. Uh, I don't know how much they'll show for silver, so I'm hoping not to make, make the silver bracket. Maybe make a little push in gold. Uh, I think that's where they're going to focus most of their time and energy. Yes, I uh, I bet they uh, focus almost exclusively on the uh, final four, but there yes. might be some qualifier shots in there as well. But uh, all the ta- all the people that are probably going to be in that final four are already on the stream machines for the qualifier. We found out about that today. Yes. Or are we done? I mean, we can we can still talk about. It. We don't know that much about this ESPN thing. We know it's thirty minutes. <laughs> we know there's going to be a professional production company involved now. Uh, not that Richard King isn't a professional, but uh, you know, one man show. Uh, but yeah, today we got some news. We got an email. All us world's qualifiers got an email uh, with the the pairings for uh, for the qualifier. Who are you paired with, Will? I'm paired with Robert Brown, Canadian. Rob- Ooh, okay. Yeah. Calm guy. I like Robert. Uh, that's a decent qualifying partner. Yeah, I, I met him last year. Uh, I don't think we've actually ever spun any games together. Uh, but, yeah, I'll, I'll look forward to it. Fox, who are you paired with? Adam Harris. Adam Harris. That's a that's a good pull. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's Adam a Harris, nice random draw n- yeah. on a stream Couldn't machine. Machine 3, Group B. He's streaming. Call that the nut draw. The nut draw. <laughs> uh, Al, who are you qualifying with? Chuck Hall. Terrible draw. <laughs> so I don't Char- even know. I don't Char- know. Char- I don't Charlie know Hall Hall. is a home edition owner. Yeah. 
and there was just some Facebook banter going back and forth that Aljaz didn't even know this guy had a home machine, much less has never even sent him a home edition owner invite. Ah, invites are coming, yeah. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little yeah. warm-up for your uh, qualifying yeah, partner. I was going to send you a bunch of $20 invites that are called Practice for Worlds. He'll send about eight at a time. Don't worry about that. Mike, who are you qualifying with? Stu Fox. Stu Fox. That's a good draw. That's a good draw. I like Stu's Stu. a good player. He'll yeah. put up good scores. Uh, I'm personally, I don't know who I'm qualifying with. Oh. I'm playing with CTTP qualifier number two. Number two. Not the number oh. one. Yeah. The number two. I was going to say, you've had a lot of number two lately. What, uh, what was... Uh, what was what do we call your draw, Fox? The nut draw? Uh I would not call I would not call mine the nut draw. <laughs> but you know, whatever. It shouldn't matter. I mean so, ultimately I'd I'd like to qualify with a really good player, but it shouldn't matter. So just as a little bit of a teaser, we know that two folks are gonna get the uh, world's pass based off closest of the pin qualifying. Uh, decent turnout last year. Yep. I know uh, I know there were some good people there. Like I said, uh, Andrea Dunham, my panda, was there. Uh, she qualified first round with Dave Sandmeyer. Uh, unfortunately, Dave Sandmeyer bulldozed her on the way to his championship. Uh, I was really what hoping Andrea was going to advance, but uh, Dave Sandmeyer advanced. Uh, still happy. He pulled off the Sandmeyer, got the Sandmeyer trophy. So pretty excited about that. She'll be back at again this year. Uh, Andrea, how much have you practiced between last closest to the pin and this closest to the pin coming up in Vegas? One time. Once. One time. Oh, I, I like rods. Honestly, that's... That's one more than I expected. <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought the answer was going to yeah. be zero. No, Painter Jim. Oh, Painter Jim. Oh. Painter Jim, I think, at the uh, Wisconsin Open. That was uh, pretty exciting. So, Team Wisconsin is going to make a strong push at the yep. CTTP, trying to get the final spots. Uh, we know a lot of folks are going to come this year compared yep. to last year. I, I think it'll be a good thing. I, I think the auditorium is going to be filled up more. Last year was probably, I don't know, maybe depending on the time of day, maybe 50 to 150 people there, whether it was Orleans employees, IT employees, participants who were in between rounds. So I, I think the auditorium seats are going to be filled up better and also kind of have more buzz in the air this year. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think uh, obviously there's more qualifiers, and I think uh, they're going to get more you know, quote-unquote randoms uh, in the building as well. So I think it'll be a, a fuller experience or a fuller, uh, fuller room. Uh, so we want to do a little update on the odds. We spent a lot of the last podcast talking about the odds. Yeah, the wallet widener. The wallet widener. And uh, as a reminder, a very brief reminder, that was putting one unit, whether your unit is $5, $100, $500, one unit on each of the top, what we consider to be the top five guys and the guys that in our research, ended up winning most of the tournaments. So that would be Haas, Luna, Jojo, Stenmark, uh, who, oh, and Evan. Um, yeah, world champion Evan. World, almost world champion Sorry, Evan. Evan. Well, I didn't have him written down because his odds haven't moved. He's, uh, so the odds started out, Haas was the favorite 8-1, to one, Luna was 9-1, to one, uh, Jojo, Stenmark, and Evan were all 10-1. to one. And so those have moved a little bit. It started out, the biggest mover early on, was uh, Stenmark. Stenmark went down to six to one, and that's currently where he is, unless it's changed since yesterday. Uh, Haas is still at eight to one. Luna is at eight to one, and Jojo is at eight to one. So now our wallet wideners still still potential to make some money there. Mm-hmm. So in this case, if we consider the average of the, our wallet widener five to be um, to be eight to one, you still have the opportunity to make uh, about sixty uh, percent on your money. Uh, the other big movers, other than the ones I've mentioned so far, um, Lance Harris, 
uh, has moved down to eight to one uh, from 12 to one originally. Chris Brewer has dropped from 18 to one down to 12 to one. And Jeff Harlow is our biggest mover. He, he's, uh, he was 25 to one. He dropped all the way to 12 to one. Now he's back up to 15 to one. Yeah, third place finisher last year, former yep. world champion Jeff Harlow. Uh, the guys who are moving are good qualified players. I mean, they play a lot. They have strong games. I think Jeff Harlow among that bunch probably plays the least. Uh, I don't Although I have seen him a lot recently. He's, it he's, seems like every time I'm out playing, he's playing. Yeah, he, he's warming up. He's getting ready. He knows how to play the game. And I, I think after last year's run, I know you lost to him. I was watching you. Uh, I think that was when you finished 7-8. I think yep. he was the one who gave you your second loss. Yep. He's uh He's still a very strong player. I mean, this field is really deep where I don't think you can really take anyone for granted, Tony. No, absolutely. It's, I mean, at this point, um, it's a lot like, I mean, in some ways a lot like the Houston tournament, although even even more, you know, if you just making the cut, top 32, every one of those, every one of those players is fully capable of beating uh, the other players. I know that uh, two years ago uh, we had a, the 32nd qualifier beat the – Top qualifier, Luke Nelson over Evan Gossett. Yeah, and I was—I was, can't remember if I was 30th or 31st, but I ended up <coughs> playing Paul Luna in the first round, and I beat him. So clearly, anybody that makes the cut in one of these huge events has, is capable of, of beating, be it the one qualifier, the three qualifier, whatever. So you know, we're all good. We're all good. We're all capable of putting up good scores. Yeah. So with 74 players in the field, we have the top 32 that end up going to the gold bracket. The next 32, basically rounding out the top 64, go to the silver bracket. Now the eight players, eight players? God, am I doing my math right? Oh, oh ten. T- ten players. The, uh, the ten players who are at the bottom, so you could say 65 to 74, actually will not play in head-to-head match play. I think they should um, sign up, all sign their checks and put it in a pool and play one round of 2020 for all the marbles. Winner oh, take all. That's kind of juicy. Yeah. I like that. So winner take all, one round, uh, spin the course on the 2020 machine, and uh, yeah. straight up blind play. Straight up blind play. Oh, man. They could, they, they could stream that. that. I'd watch that on the stream. Yeah, so we were fortunate enough to uh, talk to Kevin Lindsay at IT today, Tony and I. <coughs> yep. uh, big conference call here at the Podmore Get Better Studios. Uh, we were Skyping with him. He was able to show us a bunch of documents, diagrams. PowerPoints. It was uh, whiteboards, the whole thing. It was uh, pretty juicy. So for those of you who haven't qualified and uh, are still hoping, uh, with the two last spots, those of us who are qualified, the 72 players who are qualified, received an email today. Number one, it had the pairing set up. Yep. So number two, we also wanted to talk about what Kevin kind of shared with us. And one of the first things, I know a lot of folks have uh, sent in questions in the mailbag here at the Podmore Get Better Studios. There's going to be 19 machines there, plus an extra that you already mentioned. Yep, so there'll be 19 machines. Uh, there's 19 qualifying groups, so that makes sense. And then the 20th machine, which is, uh, will be the, the beta test, I guess, we'll call it that, of the 2020 courses. Um, and they say it's going to be in a lobby. I don't know. I don't necessarily know what that means. I mean, I know what a lobby is. Yeah. But I don't know, like, is that the lobby, like, out, right, like, in the gaming floor? I'm not even sure they can legally do that. <clears throat> um, or is it going to be the lobby kind of where the, like, the private bar was? At, at the, the back en- of the At the entrance to the yeah. auditorium. Um, I, so I don't know what that is, but it will not be on the main stage. 
uh, it'll be in the quote unquote lobby, wherever that is. If it is in the, like the main game floor, the gaming floor, if they can do that, that'd be a cool place. And also, it would be uh, accessible 24-7, then, I assume, which, which would be, would be nice too. absolutely lovely. I would think IT would generate some extra revenue uh, on that, which is uh, which is pretty cool. So, moving along, other information shared. We talked about the 19 machines, groups of two for qualifying, which is yep. always nice. I know some of the PEGT Tour events, just due to the sheer number of players, also the number of machines and also wanting to do it in a timely manner where folks don't have a lot of downtime. Sometimes we're qualifying in groups of three. Yeah, it's, I think most, at this point with tournaments as big as they are, almost, it seems like every tournament I've been to recently has been groups of three. Yeah, so so I like the two. I, I feel like you can get in a little bit of a better rhythm. Yep. Uh, when qualifying, I try not to watch my opponent's shot because you have such a variation in balls, clubs that I, I try to let them hit their shot and I, you know, stare off into the distance, daydreaming about, you know, vacations or owls or something goofy like that. But two, two I think, allows you to still get into a rhythm, which I like. Three is a little tougher, it seems like, to get into a rhythm, at least for me personally. Yeah, and I think there was, especially at some of these tournaments, you know, take, stepping away from Worlds for just a second, some of the tournaments, you know, have some relatively small venues. Um, Richmond was a pretty small venue. Uh, Houston tournament, Houston end of the year tournament was a pretty small. Like if you're playing threes, it can be pretty crowded. Yeah. Um, and so I know at the Orleans we've got a lot of room, so that's not a problem. But even just removing that many extra people from the stage at a given time, uh, and just having two people per machine, you'll have plenty of room. You won't have any crowd issues, so that'll be good. So with the pairings that were released, we have two different heats: heat one and heat two, or heat A and heat B, uh, whichever. Uh, yeah. preferred method you want to go to off the email but out of those 19 machines three of them will be streaming machines and yep. based on the random draw um the random draw we, we do have high caliber players who are going to be playing on the stream which is nice yeah I, these are top tier players and with the production company that they're using i think the stream is going to go a little different number one they have three streaming machines so they'll be able to switch if one if one machine is uh, not playing the greatest, they can flip over to another one. Mm-hmm. But they're also going to have graphic overlays where it sounds like they might be able to put certain player stats up on the screen, whether it's, you know, Andy Fox has a career total of uh, 2,018 hole-in-ones, a pretty high number. Yeah, uh, big. But, but it sounds like they're going to do some graphic overlays. They're going to try to give some information about the players on the screen, about the new courses. They're going to do some 2020 teasers. So it sounds really cool. Tony, I know you got it pulled up here on yep. our uh, monitor here in the Podmore Get Better Studios. Yeah, so we, we went around the room here and talked to, talked to, uh, who, talked to everyone who's, who they're qualifying with. Uh, but as Will said, the, uh, the uh, pairings were released today, and I don't, I don't have any doubt that they were random pairings. I don't know why <laughs> they would possibly purposely put me with CTTP second place. Uh, but obviously the machine selections were not random. Uh, you can tell that because uh, machine one... You've got Andy Haas and Chris Longino. So that would be a good stream. No offense to Chris Longino, but Andy Haas is the A draw there. Uh, no, machine one, you've got the Mouth and Dean Lockakos. Classic. That's, that's a classic. Uh, machine uh, two, Heat one, <coughs> Stenmark and Chris Brewer. A couple, yeah. couple of guys that have odds of 12 to 1 or better to win it all, so that's great. Uh, also in machine two and Heat two, Evan Gossett and Jeff McClellan. Good draw there. Yeah, I, nobody's going to learn anything from the other's equipment, though. Well, well I was, I was going to say part of that stream. I, I think why Jeff McClellan may be included is that he plays stock stock typically. Still, yeah, he doesn't do the clubs, he doesn't do the balls. I think that's going to be great talking points 
I, th I think that's going to be great talking points in terms of you know how he approaches the game, what he's looking at. Yep. Uh, then Machine 3, uh, Heat 1 is Paul Luna and Steve Beattie. And Heat 2 is Andy Fox and Adam Harris. So uh, obviously a lot of our... our uh, our eight to one and ten to one qualifiers, or you know, world's odds people are in that in those first three machines, and I think that uh, yeah, I think those are good good draws and uh, yeah, good streams. Yeah, so of those people, we have a total of twelve people that are going to be on the stream. One is a former world champion, Dean Lycakos, who was not in Vegas last year. Has Dean won a world championship? Maybe it was a national. Maybe it was just player of the year points, player of the yeah, year champion. I I'm not sure. I think there, he's won one. Th th there were a couple down years. So we have Dean Lycakos, who was not in attendance last year, is one of the 12. Yep. Uh, 10 of the other 11, I believe, made the gold bracket last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, almost almost everybody. Let's the uh, Haas did. Gino did. Mouth, yep. Let's just cross-check it Denmark, yep. Brewery, yep. Meow, yeah, he won the whole thing. Yeah. McClellan, check. Paul Luna, yeah. Beatty, did Beatty make it? Ooh. We'll say yes. Okay. Uh, Adam Harris, yeah. Oh, we found the, we found the straggler. Oh, really? Andy there, Fox. There's a weak link. Oh, goodness. Okay. So, so the stream machines, all three machines, all qualifying heats, should be among the best players. Among the best players, yeah. Players who typically make it to the gold bracket in the world championship. So and, and or have promised to make it into the gold bracket. He he has laid that down. Uh, Andy Fox has said on prior podcasts he will make the gold bracket this year. He left one of his jerseys last year at the Orleans in frustration, and then hopped it's kind out of like a, a sacrifice to the Golden Tee Gods. Yes, yeah. he, he he didn't burn it. He didn't leave his second place like trophy in the capsule. bathroom like Paul Luna. Uh, it was just shirt off, boom done. Joined the Podmore Get Better crew, Tony Johnson and I. At a blackjack table, yeah. uh, Andy Fox, Jeff Lannon, and joined shortly thereafter by Al Zero and the Panda. Uh, lots of shenanigans that night. Oh, we had some. It was uh, full ten Tito Tony mode. Yes, uh, and uh, I think Billy White Shoes Johnson made an appearance. Yeah, yeah, uh, inhaling that sticky icky. Yeah, there was uh, some shenanigans going on at the blackjack table, but uh, the Orleans was very receptive. Oh yeah. Uh, as long as you're laying money on the table, you can you can get away with a lot at the table. It was uh, it was pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, we, we got to do the robot. So talking about jerseys, Tony, another tidbit we got on the Skype stream today with Kevin Lindsay. Uh, it looks like we got the screenshot up 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 on the whiteboard right now, up on the monitors. Yeah. Uh, we have the jersey color announcements. Yes, I we've got a lovely. Orange, ooh, and a resplendent purple. Purple. So those are going to be our two jersey colors. So uh, pick your outfits accordingly. Yes. You know, make sure you've got some uh, pants and/or shorts that go with those colors. Because uh, you or know, if you're, you're you might be on ESPN. So. Or, or, or if you're Chris Brewer, your sandals. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got a lot of folks that wear sandals. sandals. Yeah. Uh, at, at well, Evan Gossett, big shoe game. Mm -hmm. Make sure his shoes are going to match those. You know. If he's going to defend his world championship, he wants to look good doing it on ESPN. So, uh, yeah, make sure uh, your uh, outfits match with those colors, orange and purple. Yeah, that, that'll be interesting. It doesn't, uh, doesn't sound like they haven't released whether on Saturday we wear orange, we wear purple, blah, blah, blah. It's, it sounds like things are still kind of up in the air. They don't have that 100% finalized. But if they've gone this far into the game, getting the Orleans set up, the logistics of getting the trucks, shipping machines out there, 
if that's one of the last deals they they have to you know finally iron out, I'm fine with that. We're ten days out. If if that's the biggest thing on their list right now is figuring out jersey colors for which days, got it. Lovely. Do you think? You said the the trucks shipping the machines out to Vegas. Do you think those trucks have left Incredible Technologies yet? That I don't know. Uh, we do have a former sponsor. Maybe they've been in contact with them. Uh, the Russ Layton Moving Company. Yes, new sponsor. Uh, not new sponsor. He's back. So he's back. He's re-upped. Business uh, is booming. He's upped booming. his advertising. You know, fees. We, we've hit we've hit a little bit of the lull in the PEGT tour schedule, right? Yes. Uh, last event was St. Louis. Next event isn't for another two months or so, and that's going to be Evansville. And so, you know, he's got to he's got to find work somewhere. And so, perhaps he's helping Incredible Technologies. But we know for sure there is one person who he, he is helping. As we speak. Oh, a new customer. A new customer. For Russ Layton's uh, moving company. He's moved a couple times, so it could be a repeat customer for Russ. Oh. Uh, Paul Luna. Paul Luna. On Hot his damn. way back to Houston. And I, I think we know for a fact that uh, for sure Paul has to use the Russ Layton moving company uh, because we know that Paul can't drive more than 467 yards. Yeah, that's So that's going to limit how far he can go. And... Uh, yeah, so he's going to have to use the Russell Layton Moving Company because, of course, he's going to use them because of their great prices. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, think about if he was in an apartment complex. If it was a large enough apartment complex, moving from one end to the other, and if it was 468 yards, boom, hiring the Russell Layton Moving Company. I mean, those those long drives, you got to know and pick your options. And sometimes you just know your strong suit. If it's over 467 yards, you might need to hire the Russ Layton Moving yeah. Company. And and for our listeners, we've got uh, you know, if uh, if you mention the Podmore Get Better podcast and or enter the promo code Luna four six seven, then you will get fifty dollars off of every mile that uh, Russ Layton will charge you for that move. Luna four six seven. I've, I've got that notated here. Yeah, that's uh, right. that's great news. So I, thank, I, thanks I mean, again to uh, Russ and the. RLMC for uh, being a, a repeat sponsor. Yeah, we wish you continued success in uh, your your personal uh, entrepreneurial endeavors. I'm slurring my words, man. These these mountains, the mountains. Woo, they're you still got some altitude sickness. Yeah, there, Will. yeah I'm, I'm getting. It. I'm just I'm just trying to uh, build up my liver for Vegas here. <coughs> it's it's been a year long process. Will. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm damn. I'm trying to ramp up already. So we got Kevin's information yep today so happy we can share that with everyone the podcast listeners hopefully shout that out you know it's it's probably this podcast might approach 3,000 listeners normally it's right around two 2,200 uh this might go 3,000 worlds is the peak of the incredible technologies golden tea experience yeah and so since we make a penny per listener uh that what is that thirty dollars yeah i wow. i actually uh we with could, all we the revenue buy some some Coors Mountains for that. Yeah, I was going to say, with all the revenue we've generated, I bought a 99-cent phone case on eBay from China. Took a month and a half to get shipped to my house. but uh, So if you guys want to know, we appreciate you. you got to protect the podcast, podcast equipment. Yes, yes. So uh, we talked about the odds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what, the last thing we want to talk... Oh, there's two more things we want to talk about. In right? regards to the world. Yeah, yeah, in regards to the world. So we'll go with first... Uh, Something that Danny Boy is offering on Facebook. A.K.A. Bob Squibbus. This might sound like a uh, sponsor ad, but it is not. This is really happening. Danny Boy is offering uh, a bet for up to $20. He's had to ask 
I, he should have just said it for twenty dollars mm-hmm. because now every time someone says the three people that they want, he has to ask for how much, and every single time is twenty dollars. But anyway, leaving that aside, for twenty dollars, you get to pick three golfers, and I think this is a little bit based off of some conversations we had with them to say, well, at three, it's pretty even odds. Mm-hmm. I get no. If if I'm Danny Boy, will you pick three guys at the World Championships, and I get the to rest? Win. I get the other seventy-one. Uh, and uh, I'd say, depending on who you pick, if you make some really poor s- selections, then obviously it would be advantage me. But, um, but yeah, so uh, I think he's got about 30 or so people that have, have put, in, uh, put in bets. I'm, I'm hoping that Danny Boy, he laid that offer out there. He said he's going to pay out Sunday night. So I'm hoping, number one, he's got some that, 20s. that he finishes high in the uh, gold bracket yeah. and that they cash checks at the Orleans. Because if you play your cards right and you listen to the previous podcast, the Wallet Widener, I think we've got you on the inside track to get a quick twenty from Danny Boy. Well, perhaps he could uh, <coughs> he could hedge his bets a little bit. So let's say he's got a whole bunch, whole bunch of people. So it's going to be a lot of the usual suspects on, on on a lot of people's groups of three: Luna, Stenmark, Haas, World Champ Meow, and JoJo, right? Mm-hmm. But then, then of course, you know the other guys like Lemon and Fox and, and all the other guys that have really good odds. So you know he could if he has. A whole bunch of people that have Stenmark, well, just put a hundred bucks on Stenmark to win. He's hedged there. Yep. Put a hundred bucks on Evan to win. Hedged there. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, if he if he plays his cards right, he might be able to guarantee himself a profit. Yeah, that that's you're huge. welcome, Danny boy. So, in Las Vegas at the Orleans with Boyd Gaming, the only betting they're allowing for the Golden Tee World Championship is strictly the winner. So we have the odds boards updated. We talked about that in the wall, you know, wallet widener. We talked about them a little bit in terms of some of the heavy favorites here. And that is just a straight win. This isn't horse racing. You don't get to pick win, play, show. That's strictly for the winner. Yep. So if you're if you're a podcast listener, you've probably heard the name Andy Fox or Jeff Lannon. Jeff Lemon Lannon. Um but they're also going to do some head-to-head qualifying matchups. Yes. Uh, so if you want to send a text message to Andy Fox or Jeff Lannon via Facebook Messenger, phone, Skype, uh, Grinder, what, whatever your platform choice <laughs> Carrier is. Carrier pigeon. Yes, what, what, whatever your platform choice is, uh, they're going to start doing some odds on head-to-head matchups for best qualifying score. So, yeah, for like, example, so you know, if you're if you're sending Fox a message on Grinder, make sure to talk uh, specifically in the subject line head-to-head, mm-hmm. tip-to-tip. Yes. Uh, and uh, would love to meet you. Yep. In Vegas. Yes. Looking uh, looking to make money. Yes. That sort of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, so it'll be a qualifier bet, and uh, for sure, uh, they they haven't worked out exactly which matchups they're going to offer yet. But for sure, there is two that they know they're going to go for sure. And the second one is just hatched today. Oh. So the first one is Haas versus Luna. I think that's one they've offered in the past. I think those, and I assume that's because those two are just always, you know, one of those two wins a lot of qualifiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one, and, I, and it's because of the alliteration or the rhyme to it. The rhyming, yeah. AMJ versus Gervais. Oh, I like so, that. So, uh, yeah, Sean Gervais, I'm calling you out. Uh, actually, I don't really care which one of us qualifies higher. Uh, <laughs> I just want to qualify. Uh, Do you think Sean Gervais drinks his own Gervais juice? Another oh. former sponsor. I don't. Uh, no. Oh, we got some. Uh, we got some groans in the some audience. Groans. They're, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not sure about Sean Gervais drinking his own Gervais juice. They, they said that's a little shady. Yeah. So you need to get in contact with Andy Fox or Jeff Lannon Lemon. 
and they'll let you know when they release uh, the whole list of head. And I think last year they they almost got darn near everybody matched up with someone else. Yeah. In terms of a head-to-head matchup. Um, yeah. And so uh, I, I'm sure there's a limit on uh, the amount that they'd allow you to uh, wager. But, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah so, uh, it's a fun little bet. So yeah, you have so a that's... Little, root, little rooting interest other than, uh, you know, yourself, of course, or uh, any of your buddies. Yeah, so that's something that's fun on Saturday because then you have a vested interest, number one, watching the qualifying on Saturday. IT's website will be updated. Your horses or your matchups may not be shown on the live stream. Obviously, only three machines that are going to be streaming, but – that's pretty fun. I, I know I bet last year, I think last year, uh, I was put up against Chris Longino for head-to-head on who would have the best qualifying scores. Uh, eat, eat shit, Longino. Sorry. Tough break, bro. <laughs> so, after that, Tony, current week. We've been talking we about the We've a busy world. week in the Golden Very busy week. Not even related to Worlds. Yeah. So, I know we're talking about Worlds and we're transitioning, but after being on the Skype call with Kevin Lindsay... My excitement level, 9.7. Wow. That's a big jump week to week. We yes. are only 10 days out. Yes. Uh, and I would say that with the release of the odds, knowing now that I'm pa- paired up against Sean Gervais in the qualifier bet, uh, my, uh, I'm up to 8.5. 8.5. Yeah. yeah. I, I like a slow burn my rise. I don't like to mm-hmm. you know, make these big jumps. Uh, so, uh, Fox, what are you at? <laughs> Seven point five. Seven seven five. Seven five. Uh, I'm a little disappointed in that. Okay. Needs a little couple more uh, what, Coors Lights in it. What's crazy is even with the news that his qualifying partner is Adam Harris, he hasn't moved an inch from set his seven point five that he was at last week. No. Uh Aljas, are you up over twelve yet? No, I'm back down at uh, eight point seven six. Eight point uh, is it because your snuffles? Yeah, the allergies. You're a little under the weather. Yeah, we'll clear that up before Vegas. He's, he's trying to get re- your vitamin C, buddy. Mikey, Mikey, what, what's your excitement level? Vegas. Hi. Hi. Perfect. Hi. All right. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Speaking of high, Billy White Shoes Johnson uh, is in attendance, so that's exciting. We also have the Panda in attendance. Panda, what's your excitement uh, level? Nine and a half. Nine, Nine and a half. CTTP, she has yeah. practiced one game of CTTP. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty high for uh, someone who doesn't play that often. You should go over to Al's house and uh, <laughs> practice on his home machine. Sure. Yes. It's free. Yes. Here you got to pay money. What about yours? <laughs> oh, I, I live further away. <laughs> Al's closer by. Yeah, yeah. Billy, Yours bi- is just as good. Yeah, Billy White Shoes. Yeah, Yours Billy White Shoes Johnson isn't in Tony's basement, but I think uh, Billy White Shoes Johnson yeah. is in Al's basement. So moving on, as we transition or have some pre-release uh, from Worlds conversation, we've got two exciting things going on this week, Tony. We've talked about Classic Course of the Week. IT's been kind enough to give us that schedule. Uh, we were planning on doing a Sunday podcast to do a Classic <laughs> Course of the Week yep. pre-release, pre-release info. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like they pre- got pre-released us. <laughs> yes, yes, they did. At, at uh, midnight or 12.01 a.m. On, on Sunday morning. Saturday night into Sunday. Yeah, the they, transition. Uh, they... Uh, they released the new course yeah. to the surprise of many, including probably themselves, <laughs> yeah. uh, Bonnie Moore. Yeah. So we've now had almost two full days of Bonnie Moore. Uh, and we did, a, we did a Bonnie Moore course breakdown last year, so we won't go hole by hole on Bonnie Moore. Uh, if you want to listen to the Bonnie Moore preview, then feel free to back, look back through the archives. Uh, Correct. And uh, yeah, look for the Bonnie Moore breakdown there. So I had heard rumors and reports that Bonnie Moore was the classic course of the week. Hint, I already knew it. 
yes. but I I did not anticipate it being released on Sunday. So I don't know if this is a new tradition or just a glitch. But seeing Facebook posts, I saw folks post that it was still the Glacier Ranch picture. <laughs> they hit start, they hit enter, blah blah blah, swipe in, pay, and all of a sudden, boom, hole one, Bonnie Moore. Do you think maybe now they're just going to do in cla- instead of classic course of the week, it's classic course of the six hole chunk? So now, like, Ooh. maybe Bonnie Moore will only be six days, and then starting, uh, what, Saturday, we've got uh, whatever course is next. We know. Mm-hmm. The secret's safe with us. Uh, but I believe the next course is one that we will be breaking down for the first time, if I remember correctly. Yes. So, I, uh, I, think, uh, I think this is one that was not done last year, so we slightly narrowed it down, uh, but it'll still keep you guessing. So you guys will have to tune in soon as we do a classic course of the week preview leading up or a are we gonna have to pre pre-release their pre-pre-release I, I, are I we gonna know. have to podcast I, tomorrow to make sure we beat no, them to the punch no tuesday might be a little early okay uh, I, I think the stipulation understanding was that they were fine as long as like during football season we did it on a sunday afternoon gave players something to look forward to um Pretty excited for it. I think the lineup this year is good. It's definitely different. It's courses. Some of the courses they've had in classic course of the week before. Some of them they have not. So I think they're going to look to get some gameplay data, see what type of response there is, Tony. Yeah. So uh, now we've uh, we've got our closing out our week here. Yes. Uh, 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 events mode. Uh, I'm having a slight event right now uh, as a result of this empty Coors Light, so I'm going to go drain my mountains real quick. Okay, you've got a flash flood running down the mountain? Yes, it is uh, the spring thaw. All right. Well, uh, solo podcast. Uh, guys, if we want to talk shit about Will, now's the time. Uh, he's not here. Uh, no reason to do that. Uh, we'll do that in the secrecy of our uh, own text message groups. Uh, but, uh, yeah, events mode. So this week... Uh, Released uh, just this morning is uh, the events mode, which is uh, a contest that I don't think we've had before. So it's a twenty, it's twenty-five man prize play contest. Everybody, so everybody's chipping in the extra dollar. It's not, a, it's not a big prize week. So it's twenty-five dollar prize pools, and it's all par threes, and it's the same, it's the same eighteen par threes every time. And I've probably played five of these or so at this point, and uh, it's pretty fun actually. You get through pretty fast. Uh, I've been surprised at how few one betters have been on the in the tournaments that I've been in. Uh, there's a couple dicey uh, par threes in there, but there's also quite a few opportunities for some hole outs. Uh, but I think it's a fun one, uh, and we we, we're doing this right now. It's uh, four o'clock, and uh, we're just entering happy hour uh, time. So it'll be interesting to see uh, with these 25 man contests whether uh, whether. They fill extremely fast. What, as as we say here, they're filling faster than we can play them. They are confirmed by Andy Fox. Andy Fox is currently plowing. No, already done. You already got through your ten. No, not quite. But uh, but yeah. So it'll be a twenty-five man contest. Close. They they'll fill up faster than you can play them. Uh, Will you've drained the mountain? Yes. Time for a new mountain. Yes. All right. Will's back. We can start talking shit about him now. Uh, That's all right. But uh, yeah. So I think it's a fun one. Uh, you you know it should take like six minutes or so per round, so you can crank through them pretty fast. It's Limit good. of ten per day, uh, and yeah, uh, first place is ten bucks still, so you still got that top first prize. Second place is six bucks, third place is four dollars, uh, fourth place is three dollars, and fifth place is two dollars. So it's only paying twenty percent of these spots, which is a, a lower percentage than most contests. Uh, but they had to do it that way in order to get the ten dollar first prize that they wanted. So uh, yeah, it should be a fun week with events mode again. At, at this point, we're ramping up for worlds. 
Uh, so we want to make sure to play a lot of the courses that we're going to be playing at Worlds. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if we all like to play events modes in the, in the weeks that they have them. And so uh, this will be a fun one. You can, you, you can probably knock out your 10 events modes in about an hour. Yeah, very, um, very quick. So. In, in theory, if you're playing a par round, you're only hitting 36 shots. Yeah, and, if you're and playing, most of them are probably tap-ins. Yeah, and, and if you're playing a good round, you're hitting less than 36 shots. So I like this event mode. Uh, definitely a couple little tricky holes. Uh -huh. I, I considered early on, probably after two or three of them, potentially either building a bag to increase the number of my wedges. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you talked about this. No, I didn't talk about the clubs. Go ahead. So there are probably three or four holes where I think it's going to be to your advantage to have two different wedges. Yep. I, I, uh, the set I, I'm using has a lob wedge, uh, for example. Yeah, I think I think lob wedge, sand wedge, uh, you know, and then nine iron. And with your tees, whether it's a low tee, a high tee, I think you can make adjustments for that. But I was damn near tempted to play a pyro set just to experiment with that because I, I think there are some elevation changes that, depending on your wedges, can definitely affect a difficult shot and potentially turn it into an easy shot. Yeah, so the, the ones that can play really short, uh, we've got... Bella Toscana, like hole 13, that like, uh, I don't know, it's got like three three prongs of the green. It's a pretty tough hole. Uh, big slope to the left. I think it's a, it's Slightly a, it's uphill. a left, yeah. it's uphill, it's a left seven. That one's going to play anywhere from, you know, 50 yards to 100 yards or so. So obviously wedge selection helps there. You've got Bayou 17, which can play with a, a driver, but can also play 30 yards. Can also play with a putter sometimes. Can, uh, occasionally you'll get a, a puttable setup. Uh, Desert Valley, six. Yeah, a little the really so, short one that everybody. Some people may chush at yep, it. The chush hole. Uh, was that any other ones that were that could play really short? Uh, goodness, I want to say that there was. It's not a. I think it's a moose landing. Okay. The there was a Freaky Friday or a daily. A Freaky Friday, we putted in downhill oh, yeah, with that yeah. tailwind. Yep. Uh, that hole can set up for a mid-range iron, but it can also set up with huge tailwinds where you might be hitting lob wedge, sand wedge, uh, and there's elevation change. And I think it's later in the round where those winds are starting to ramp up where you may have a 40-yard 40 40-yard 40 shot going into it and have an absolutely huge tailwind. There's a Hawthorne Manor actually has a hole in there too that can play That's a good short. call. So yeah, I think that's on the There's at least five like, that, are, that will regularly play under 100 yards. And so obviously having uh, some extra wedges in your bag uh, will help. And there's, there really were not that many that can ever play up over 275 yards. Um, there's a couple, but uh, if I was going to build a bag, uh, you know, lob wedge, uh, sand wedge, pitching wedge. Uh, my current bag has a lob wedge and a gap wedge and then nine iron. Uh, but if I was building a bag for this, I'd probably pull out my, I'd probably pull out my driver actually. Uh, I'd still leave in my 290 driver and I'd add, uh, I'd add a wedge in there and uh, really fill in the gaps that way. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this events mode. I think I think with only 25-man contest, to your point, they're filling faster than you can play them. Oh, yeah. And they're filling it. Even that, like, earlier today, I know they uh, heard they were filling, you know, almost as fast as people were playing them. So you go happy hour. Happy hour Monday because people are out trying to say, oh, what's the event this week? Let's play it. Let's find out. So they're filling pretty fast. But imagine how fast these are going to fill out like Thursday afternoon or Friday. Because this is the type of contest that, I mean, as they saw on the Worlds Qualifier when they did the all-par three course, people like all-par all three courses. It's not an accident yes. that this is one of the first things they've done after the Worlds Qualifier. Is uh, People like par threes, and uh, yeah, I think it'll be a fun one. I think it's gonna, the contests are going to fill incredibly fast. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, God, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really, uh, really excited for this week's event. 
And then Bonnie Morris Classic Course of the Week, one of my favorite all-time courses. Really excited for that. Leading into this World Championship, uh, it, it's it's a great time. Ten days. I'm I'm really excited for this. And and in theory, two weeks we're gonna have a Golden Tee Championship. Uh, Go, Golden Tee Champion, whether it's a new champion or the current one of Evan Gossett going back to back. Really looking forward to this. It has stepped up their game. Uh, I just think that they're looking towards the future, and we know that they're looking towards the future right now. So, I, I, I don't, I, I don't have much else, Tony. I, I'm just my, my excitement levels there. Uh, my bladder is empty. That's good. Uh, I, I'm ready to start banging some more games. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, I'm gonna play a couple events here before I have to get out of here and uh, pick up the kids. And uh, yeah, on that note, we're at we're at the 40 minute mark. That's a good, uh, good, good cruise through the podcast next week. Uh, as we do the uh, the lead into the worlds, that'll be our, our probably our last podcast before we're in Vegas. Uh, we'll definitely want to start to break down some of those uh, some of the other participants outside those top five that we've talked quite a bit about. Correct. Uh, Daryl Darrow's been sending line yeah. updates, posting them daily. Uh, very cool. He gets out of the Boyd Gaming app since he's a resident of Las Vegas, and he's within the GPS coordinates to get those consistently updated. So as he continues to share them, we'll continue to bring them to you guys. Uh, if you're at the World Championships, whether you're a participant or not, if you see myself, Tony Johnson, please come up and introduce yourself. Even if it's not Tony Johns or myself, go introduce yourself to folks and say, hey, I'm, I'm from Colorado. I'm still learning the game, but I'm close. I wanted to come see what this is all about. Go introduce yourself to folks. This is a, a very non-clicky group in terms of uh, how you can feel. I mean, when, when you're going out traveling, po- people post on the Facebook page, hey, I'm going to be in so-and-so. Who can I play with? What are the bars to go to? It's, it's a very welcoming community. And if you and uh, as you come up to uh, Will or myself or whoever, uh, I'm willing to offer, if you use the promo code LUNA467 with me, I'll just give you a dollar. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> One dollar offer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, promo code LUNA467. If you get the numbers wrong, I ain't paying you crap. Yeah, so, so so it sounds like someone just cashed out. Tony had brought it up yesterday, and then I think I had a brain fart, and I thought it was my idea, but it was Tony's yesterday. Uh, Kevin Lindsay, Adam Kramer, Don Pascone. Tony and I have a little side wager going on whether today, Monday, June 10th, is going to be one of the biggest cash-out dates in IT history. If you're an IT Golden Tee player and you cash out your player count today, that check will be here just a couple days before Worlds. As you start rolling into Vegas, the table games will be getting hot. The one through five games on the 2020 courses will be getting hot. Uh, It's just a great time. I'm really excited. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, with that, let's get get those par threes in. Let's play some events modes, and uh, we'll talk to all you uh, next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.